Hello. What's up? It's Aaron. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up, the podcast. Welcome. I was just Welcome. making sure my actual microphone was on. Just, you know, last minute checks. Is it? Mm, yeah. We hope so. Looks like I it. Mean, I can hear you. So we have backup audio being recorded, which is great. Great. Love it. Yeah. Um, how's everybody doing? Just mm-hmm. checking in, making sure everybody's hanging in there. It's a wild yeah. time per usual. Uh, we're going to mm-hmm. have a weird episode probably. Who knows? <laughs> we're going to talk a lot of shit for sure. I'm just glad that we did our bonus episode earlier this week and we went off on like a religion rant so that oh, yeah. I don't have to like get that Rehash. out of this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, got it we, out of my system and we're good. Yeah, we really we really talked. Uh, we took one little question that was like, mm-hmm. do you, it sounds like you don't believe in the supernatural. Yeah. And we like extrapolated that question on our Patreon Q&A to <laughs> – a whole philosophical discussion about religion. Yeah. So. But it felt good. It felt real nice. I like, I like exercising those parts of my brain. Totally. Yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially when you like literally don't talk to anybody about anything in depth Ever. for months, you know? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Totes. It's cool. Um, it's cool. What's going on? Do we have any business? Oh, my gosh. Um, just that now that we actually have had the postcarding party, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was so great. I sent out all my postcards yesterday. I, my hand was like cramping, cramped. Yeah, it was like a little cramped claw. Just like by the end, I was like, I have three more. I was like gritting my teeth through it. Um, and I only did 40. So anyone who did more than that, kudos to you. I have 80 that I, I'm oh getting God. through. So. Oh my god! Yeah, it but is, you know, yeah, you got to do it in batches. Yeah, I'm doing batches. I'm doing different yeah. messages. I'm. It'll. It'll. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I can. I can. I can get it done. Like yeah. I have done, done more strenuous things in my life, so mm-hmm. it's no big deal. NBD. And it's. It feels good to do something that feels. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it can make a difference. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> TBD, yeah. Uh, studies have shown, but you know what? We don't know if that'll be the case this time. Who knows? <laughs> that being said, please make sure you're registered to vote in mm-hmm. your state. Um, states all have different rules about voting. You can vote early in some cases. If you vote, vote by mail, you might not even be able to really vote by mail uh, in your state. So just make sure yeah. you're checking that shit out. There's so many resources online. So definitely I I personally went to the vote.org just to like get make sure I was good to go in the system, in the matrix. Mm-hmm. Um and there's tons of tools to like help you find your polling place and your yeah. whatever. I I registered to uh to put Vote my name to Oh yeah, that I oh. think in California that just like you already you everybody gets to vote by mail. But I uh, volunteered to be a poll worker, so if that's something that you're willing and able to do, consider Mm -hmm. that. Um, Also, uh, fill out the census. That's extremely important to Mm -hmm. your community. Um, And I, I did that like right as soon as I possibly could. Took yeah, literally five minutes. So yeah, I know. I sent it to my brother today. 
Um, and I, well, I checked in with my mom and I was like, did you do that? She's like, yeah, a long time ago. And I was like, oh, superstar. And then, uh, and then I checked in with my brother and I was like, Hey, have you done this yet? He's like, no, not yet. I was like, it only takes five to 10 minutes. Just and if you don't want anybody coming to knock on your door, like, yeah. cause that's, there's census workers like that are hitting the streets now. Uh, mm. just do it online and then you don't mm-hmm. have to interface with anybody if you're worried yep. about, you know having a conversation face to face with a stranger yeah. uh, who comes randomly knocking at your door. So Yeah. We know we know no we don't like that. I don't answer the door. No, I never answer the door. Um yeah. Can me <laughs> if it's Amazon, fine. But I, if then. it's a random no. No. Unless they maybe look distressed. I listen, I grew up in the eighties when serial killers were just like picking up knocking children off <laughs> off the street every single day. So Yeah, same. I I remember getting so scared when I would be home alone and someone would knock on the door and I like wouldn't move and then I'd like army crawl to the couch and like because we like had a window that could see down I swear to god even into my like late teens I, I'd be like pretend you're not home and I I'd, like, still crawl. do that I like yeah back up against the wall yeah make sure nobody roll under the under the couch I'm like sliding like that movie Entrapment, Catherine Zeta Jones, but like under where they could see like through yeah. the people. I'm like they if I could see them, they could see me. So I'm like same sliding underneath. Except yeah. I, I look like a slug and not like a hot babe in a yeah in a cat suit with a cool butt. Totes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not not my experience. Um, I yeah <laughs> I, I'm fucking rolling around like a Violet Beauregard on uh fucking Willy Wonka. I'm just Bitch. like doop doop doop, and I just am like tr- I'm like thinking I look good, but no, I'm just like they can see me the whole time. <laughs> They're like, this bitch is just not going to answer the door. Cool, whatever. Yeah, they're like, ma'am, I can see you. We know you're home. Yeah. And I'm just like, I cover my eyes like a toddler. I'm yeah, like, you can't. Can- you can't see me. <laughs> see who? I'm haunting this house. I'm a ghost. Which I mean, look at my skin color. <laughs> You I are be a ghost. you are the whitest of the white. Yeah, I'm a ghost. It's spooky. You could be a Victorian ghost for sure. In the right clothes, not in what I'm wearing. I'm wearing no. a fucking Stone Brewing Company. Yeah, uh, t-shirt. So. Uh, anywho, those are anywho. those are some action items. If you if you care mm-hmm. or not, you know, fucking yeah. fast forward. I know. Oh <laughs> uh, what are we, what are we going to do? We're not going to, we're, we're just, we're just, we're just trying not to die. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're not keeping track of if you're listening to this or not. No. We're not, we don't know who you are. Yeah. Um, let's see. Moving right along. Anything mm-hmm. fucked up for you this week? Uh, I already kind of talked about it. I feel like, there's too many people I know that are acting like it, – it's just like how did I get on the fucking pandemic timeline and no one else did? You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, yeah. I, I why definitely – Why am I in this alternate reality? I definitely feel like I'm living in an alternate reality sometimes. Yeah. So it's weird. I was I was really bummed yesterday because my cousin, she doesn't listen to this. And if she does, then – Shape up is, or we'll ship out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was up in Lake Arrowhead this week like – 
Not even, maybe it was like over the weekend. In our hometown. Like, in our hometown. Gallivanting around. Fucking at our friend's brewing company, who I was wearing the shirt yesterday when I like saw that she was there. And I still haven't even been there. And it's like, uh, I can't even go there. Like, I don't know. Sh- I mean, I guess Shout I out could. to Lake Arrowhead Brewery. Oh my God. Love you, Lake Megan and Travis. Yep, yep. We love you. Um, I wear your shirt all the time. I'm repping for you guys even though I haven't been there yet. But I will get there at some point. Yep. Um, I did try the beer because Aaron gave me some. Mm-hmm. So it's it so good. Oh, it's so mm-hmm. good. Ugh. And I've made people go there who have, like, gone up to the mountains. But. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was just, like, annoyed that she was there. Just, like, hey, you know, with her friends. And I'm just, like, oh, I know they didn't. She doesn't even go here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, and I just wanted to be like, oh my God, it's so cool that like there's no pandemic where you are. Oh, that's crazy. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's like, this is so wild. Anyway, yeah. it's so obnoxious. Uh, what's your fucked up thing this week? I mean, same. Uh, yeah. I It's just all everything shit. Uh, we have these <laughs> fires just raging in California, yeah. Oregon, Washington. Mm-hmm. The entire West Coast basically is just like – fucking in flames. Yeah. And I think that's like my fucked up and also the segue into the topic that we're about to talk about. Um, Great. Love I, it. Two for one. Yeah. I just – the way that the fires have affected – I mean, it's not affecting us on a personal level, although we mm-hmm. have we have grown up in Lake Arrowhead, which has historically been a hotspot for wildfires. It's a national forest mm-hmm. that is tinder dry – in the fire season months. And I have personally been evacuated twice on my birthday. So mm-hmm. I, I it's like a very uh, – I have a lot of emotions around, you know, seeing every, all this happen and smelling yeah. the smoke, which we totally can yeah. uh, smell all the smoke from fires that are in Yukaipa, the one set by the woman, the, the people oh. who had a gender reveal party. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're thinking about ever doing this, please don't ever this is stupid this is gender reveal parties are we're over we're done with those come on man even the person who originated the gender reveal party was like please stop doing this nobody gives a shit what's in your kid's diaper like nobody cares (laughs) it's so weird that we're like oh my god a penis a vagina uh yeah you know like ambiguous genitalia like we don't need to nobody should care about that shit it does not matter um a baby yeah it's not projecting all your shit onto your kid just yeah. like based on their gender it's like oh i've always wanted a boy it's like well they might not even like boy stuff so fuck off like, yeah like just let your kid be their own thing you know what get i mean get the fuck like, out of here also they're babies like babies, yeah, they're babies. don't have a gender construct in their brains um we it's only whatever is put upon them later on in life which is fucking bullshit yeah yeah, uh, so that's what I'm saying. Stop like projecting all your shit. Absolutely. Like you're just because you have a daughter doesn't mean they want to be like a fucking pageant princess. Okay. Yeah. God, it's it's so dumb. But any yeah. at any rate, these people set this fire. That's close. Mm-hmm. The one that's there's two that are pretty close to us, but the one that's close. Yeah. There's one closer. There's one that's closer, and that one was yeah. set by a person doing a gender reveal party, and uh, 
Oh, no, the closer one's in, isn't it in the Sierra Madre Mountains? Oh, yeah, that one. I guess yeah. as the crow flies, that one is closer. As but the crow flies. I yeah, would yeah. say we're getting all the smoke from the other, mm, the, the gender blowing. reveal party. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all, it's all. I mean, there's just fire surrounding us. It, there's like chunks of ash. Mm. We like, are getting ash all over everything. Oh, my God. It's chunks. It's like a chunk flew into my eye when I was at the supermarket this week. Ugh. And I was like, what was that? And then I like look and I'm like, oh, there's like chunks of ash in the air. And we're at least 40 miles from the nearest yeah. fire. It's like fucking wild. And I think a lot of people have probably already seen the the images of that people have been posting on uh, like yeah. Instagram and other social media platforms of uh, the San Francisco Bay Area oh that where the sky Traffic. is just – completely orange it looks like fucking blade runner in this cool. bitch like it yeah. is it's it's gnarly it's uh, end times it's end times and even here mm-hmm. in long beach the smoke from fires it's just like created this weird overcast mm-hmm. uh vibe that dude is unnatural completely weird it just like washes everything out it's not fog it's so dark it's yeah. so dark it's really mm-hmm. weird uh it's yeah. it's actually it's not even smog. It's fog mixing with the like extreme smoke. It's so yeah. bizarre. Uh, mm-hmm. There's ash everywhere. It is like we are living oh in a post-apocalyptic nightmare. Um, like and just when yeah, and just when we think things can't get worse, mm-hmm. this is it. Here it is. <laughs> it inevitably does get worse. So, like I said, most of the West Coast is on fire right now. The sky is just unnaturally orange, gray poop color in our area at least mm-hmm. uh and it, it bloody looks, poop yeah it looks like kind. it looks like we're just living in the end of days and mm-hmm. you know what maybe we are mm. i mean it's possible uh maybe some <laughs> of these predictions about the end of the world that have happened in the past several years are actually right but maybe they're just off by a little bit of Years, several. Ten years. Yeah. A decade. A decade. Or depending. I yeah. mean, yeah. or- Give or take. Give or take. Yeah. 25 years, whatever. Yeah. Who's yeah. to say? Um, <laughs> and I, I, this like whole vibe that we're living in right now, this whole post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. time, this like just this aesthetic that we are dealing with right now has- really just uh, inspired me and made forced my brain back to 2011. And I'm thinking very specifically about this one dude who made these predictions about the coming of end times. Uh, and it just – it's all of this just like triggered my memory about this guy and that's today's topic. We're talking oh about the one, the only, Harold Camping – Nobody Harold knows. Camping. Harold Camping. <laughs> uh, if you're like, who the fuck is that? Well, let me yeah, tell you. This okay. man became known for repeatedly, not once, not twice, not three times, but several times, <laughs> repeatedly announcing failed predictions of dates for the end end times. Like he was like, the world's going to end this day and didn't. Uh, and he's like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, I read that wrong. It's this day. Did not if end. You, if you're not immediately discrediting this man after the first time, get out. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like, you are, sir, you put all your eggs in this basket. It didn't pay off. You're done. 
no, 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 not Harold. He was like, let me try a couple more times. Let no. me try a couple many more times. Uh, and then we'll see where we go. God grant me the confidence of Harold camping. <laughs> every time, so every time oh. he did one of these end of days, these EOD, EOD uh, announcements, mm. <laughs> it, it would gain him like kind of temporarily a bunch of hardcore devotees. Um, yeah. And for, he'd, get, he'd reach cult status. Yeah. Oh, for sure. At the time. Uh, and for a while there, he had a very solid global following with, uh, like millions of people all over the world, including millions of dollars of donations from, from randos. Uh, and I, I don't know what he was going to be raising money for if the world was just going to end. Like, what are you going to do with fucking money? Like that is a foregone conclusion. Like you don't need, you don't need that. (laughs) My grifter alarm's going off. <laughs> we got a grifter. <laughs> grifter here. Come see a grifter. Uh, yeah, this man, Harold Camping, was a full grifter. Ugh. Let's talk about him. Yeah. Let's talk shit about him. So Harold Camping was an American Christian radio broadcaster, an mm-hmm. author, uh, self-published, obviously, uh, and evangelist mm-hmm. who was born to Dutch parents in Colorado in 1921. Uh, his family then moved shortly thereafter he was born to California. Get out of here. Oh, my God. Uh, he actually ended up going to Berkeley, which cool, but mm. it didn't work. No. It didn't do what it was supposed to do, which is, like, turn you into, like, a very smart, like, progressive. Because it wasn't that time yet. No, no. It wasn't that time yet. It was, like, it was the – it was before Berkeley was the hippie mm-hmm. factory of the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, totally. I think he graduated at some point in the in the, in the 40s. So wasn't wasn't there yet. Um, no. Oh, no. No. <laughs> He got married, started a construction mm-hmm. company as one does after getting a degree in engineering at Berkeley. Um, mm-hmm. Fair. Fair. That's what you do. Yeah, that's you, what you do. You get you married. You fucking get married. You start a business. You settle down. He also he, – he was like super religious. Uh, so obviously he started seeding the six eggs that would become his children. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I read this in the notes and I was like, why did you word it that way? I hate it. <laughs> because it's not like he wanted – like, it's not like, oh, yay, I'm going to be a dad. I love kids. Like, you know, he was just like – based on what we know now, having done the research, I'm like, oh, he was like – what is it? Like shooting his His quiver. Or, his quiver. Yeah. He was – yeah, filling, filling his – yeah, he was, he was like a borderline quiverful. Like, yeah, just yeah. like got to seed these eggs, got to sow my seeds so like we can have as many like evangelicals as we can. That's right. A hundred percent. He was – if he would have known about the Quiverful movement, he would oh. have been right up front doing, oh my God. doing the Quiverful. He would have been a Quiverful daddy. He would have been mm. like, I'm leading this charge. What it, my quiver is full. What is the what is this like fucking Robin Hood challenge? I got this. Let me let me let me shoot these arrows, bitch. Oh my god, he's like, call me Robin Hood and Brother John. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hate it. Call me Father John, too. Mm, Daddy John. <laughs> Call me Daddy John. <laughs> Call me. Uh, What's the king's name? King Leo? King Leo, uh, Daddy John. Richard. King Richard. King Richard, yeah. Wasn't there two kings? Shh, there was, uh, oh. One's like taking the place, I guess, until the king returns. Well, there was like the sheriff. I'm also. <laughs> Are you, you're, you're going off of the fucking, the cartoon, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. I was like, in my mind, I'm it's only It's a literal lion. Him. Yeah. <laughs> With a snake literal- best friend. Yes. It was like in my head. I'm like, oh, hopping through the forest, and the uh, the uh, wow, we got really off topic already. <laughs> so this man got really wealthy, I guess, with his construction company. So oh by God. the time he was 35, he was a millionaire, very successful. Um, oh my god but like which already it's like ugh, <laughs> great now this guy has money we just know how, how this already is gonna end up with this guy like being you know wrong about <laughs> things that affect people but um, the fact that he was like a millionaire and just like this bored construction guy and was also like very evangelical and was part of this, uh, it's called the Christian Reformed Church. Mm-hmm. It's like Christian Reformed. Yeah. It's just like a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Like, he's rich. He, he His work is like kind of like delegating itself. He It's a well-oiled machine. He has the time to spend his full days, eight-hour days, just like studying the Bible and just being religious. I don't know. It's like. And this motherfucker had six Ugh. kids, and he what was he doing? He was not doing anything but of reading the Bible, not. not helping taking care of his kids. Mm-hmm. It's the 50s. Yeah, yeah. It's they didn't up. have to. Yeah. It was like you walked in the house, and it's like your wife takes your briefcase, takes your coat, gives you a Mr. Rogers coat. Mm-hmm. Your, you know, your cardigan your and, a, yeah. and a fucking – you know, drink and oh yeah, and a pipe and a pipe and yeah, and a newspaper and like no one disturbed daddy and it's just like he's gonna oh. read the Bible now. Yeah, <laughs> daddy's reading. The, everybody gather around. Daddy's reading the Bible. Everybody you, get the you, fuck <laughs> out. Daddy's reading the Bible. <laughs> Go play. Do y'all know when the world's gonna end? Daddy knows. Yeah, daddy's. I don't know why we did a southern <laughs> accent. Well, it's like evangelical. Well, I know, but he's from Colorado and California, so he sounds just like us, probably. Yeah, totally. He's like, everybody, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here! <laughs> like so much vocal fry. <laughs> but like, but like the world's like ending. You like, guys, let you me guys. tell you something. <laughs> you have to give all your money to me because mm. the world is ending. That's just. What you do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this guy, <laughs> he got a bunch of friends together. He's bored as fuck reading the Bible. And in 1958, he and some friends from the Christian Reform or form the Christian Reformed, like a group. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, this makes so much more sense, too, because it sounds like a shitty, like, Jesus hip-hop group. Yes. <laughs> like, 
Ch- Jesus <laughs> is our savior. And if you don't like it, you can, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I can predict it's the end of days. Give me all your money if you got a raise. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beastie Boys type. Yeah. But like dumber, obviously. Also, it's 1958, so yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe they're more of a doo-wop. I want to say they're band. like they're like a barbershop quartet. <laughs> yeah, love it. Okay, and they're Christian, 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 reformed. Bum 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 Jesus, please come to Earth. Kill all these other people who don't give a fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Something rhyme it with birth. Do 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 do. Yeah. I don't know. Who's to say? But who's to say? So the Christian Reformed they they started um, they started a whole ass radio show. It's like. To, in today's world, it'd be like a bunch of dudes getting together and starting a podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. But it wasn't just a show. They bought a station. Yeah, a whole station. They yeah. fucking bought – it's like if – yeah, it's like a bunch of guys getting together. And before they they even have a successful podcast, right. they're like, we should create a podcast network. Yeah, like let's just – if we build it, it will come. Yeah, yeah. If we build it. Christ will come. Yeah. You know? And oh my God. And of course, it's like, oh, the dumbest name I've ever heard. It's, oh, they buy FM radio station in San Francisco, 97.3 FM, K E A R. K ear 97.3. <laughs> I'm thinking. K97.3 FM. Or it's like, K ear 97.3. Jesus. Jesus saves. Yeah, it's like it's um I it reminds me so much of what? <laughs> 97.3 Jesus saves. <laughs> Jesus walks on waves. <laughs> you guys, this is the it's the wave. <laughs> 97.3 Christian wave. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, there's ninety seven, ninety four seven. The wave. The wave. Um, yeah. Oh my here. God. Oh my God. So. <laughs> oh my God. So they use this radio station. Bitch. <laughs> I'm so hot. I am too. I'm spitting everywhere. <laughs> I love how excited I got, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> I knew. You could tell I was like, <laughs> "I have to say it." <laughs> Oh I'm my god. Uh uh so <laughs> this radio station that they they get together, this super yeah. group <laughs> comes together and forms. <laughs> they uh use the station to broadcast Christian gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh not gospel music, just <laughs> the gospel <laughs> of Christianity. Oh, it's just it like would have been way better if Bible. it was gospel music. Oh, yeah, at least it would have been like listenable. As it was, it's just like this dude reading from the Bible twenty four seven. I couldn't imagine literally talk radio about the Bible. Like, oh, oh fuck! Imagine, it's, oh god, my worst nightmare. Like, <laughs> listen, whatever floats your boat. I'm not gonna yuck yeah. somebody's yum, but yuck. Yuck. 
<laughs> um, they were able to dive into the gospel and really just make a whole twenty. I mean, was it twenty four seven? I think it was. I mean, it was only programming on this channel. Yeah, it was all. I mean, they owned this channel, so all of the programming was related to, like, the teachings of Christ, essentially. Right. Like, um, and they had different kinds of programming, which we'll talk about in a second, but this whole, this whole, um, station became known as Family Radio. Yeah. Um, and eventually, they ended up syndicating their content, um, so... They bought – it's kind of like Ryan Seacrest's show, like The Countdown. Or uh, what's his name? Uh, Casey Kasem. Uh-huh. How he had like the top 40 and that was syndicated in multiple markets. Like right. eventually they uh, bought additional stations. Like so they owned stations in other cities. But also they syndicated their programming. Got it. So, so they, they would take whatever original programming they had mm-hmm. and then they would – Sell it. Sell it to these mm-hmm. other other stations that they yeah. actually owned later on. License yeah. it. License yeah. it, uh, yeah. To other stations and stations they didn't own. So it, yeah. got, it got pretty big. They had it down. They nailed it. They were like the – To the cross. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Yeah, they really, they really did it. So mm-hmm. they um, – he had – Harold Camping – in 1961, started a a show. It was like a primetime mm-hmm. program called Open Forum. And this was like – I want to say this was like Loveline for yes. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. So, oh, my God. But it was like every weeknight he was on at like, you know – I want to say like 6 p.m. or whatever. Sure. And we don't know. Prime time, prime time. Yeah. It was prime time evening program. Yeah. Like after dinner, you turn it on. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's Harold. It's Harold, Harold time. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody get your glass of warm milk. Let's sit around the radio and listen to Harold camping. <laughs> sit around the camping fire. Um, oh my God. So he would t- basically take calls from listeners with questions about the meaning of certain passages from the Bible and how to interpret it. Yeah. Uh, and Harold. so Harold was like the Dr. Drew and was just mm-hmm. like explaining these Bible passages. He knew everything somehow. Um, mm. Mm. He thought he did. Yeah. I mean, this is like the part where it's like earlier you said, to, oh, to have the confidence of Harold Camping. It's like, yeah. Um, I mean, he definitely was confident and was a know-it-all and an expert and like was happy to tell everybody calling in. Yeah. Like what it, what, what, is, what their life is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does this part of the Bible mean? He's like, well, I think it means. It's like, well, we no one knows what that means. Mm-mm. I mean – you, you can figure out some stuff, but you know, it's like, oh, he's interpreting it for everyone, you know? And Ugh. he did, yeah, he just, he would answer people's questions like mm-hmm. as they applied to, like they'd, re- they'd really be calling in for advice about their lives. And he was just like yeah. giving them some, maybe some really good, honest uh, advice. And then maybe some just straight bullshit where. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, like, how much harm this know. man did. 
Um, well, a lot. We know eventually a lot. Yeah. I mean a good amount. But I see it like I, it's kind of like – I don't know. You know those detective boards where it's like string is connected to everything? That's like how I see the inside of Harold Camping's mind when he's it's just like people are calling in and he'd be like a detective, like piecing everything together. I have no idea what a show sounded like. But uh but people would be like, Oh, what does this passage mean? And he'd be like, Okay, so you know this thing, like Okay, there's a Garden of Eden. And then and then he's like mapping everything in his head and it looks like a bull, like just a crazy bulletin board and people yeah. are like, "Huh." They're like, "Oh, okay, uh, thank you." Uh, I was just asking if I should serve beef on Sunday to my family. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was just, yeah, I was just seeing if because it's Lent, should I eat fish on Friday? Yeah, I, I was just asking just yeah, a quick question about Leviticus. I, I didn't, right. I, uh, and he's just like waxing poetic. Yeah, about yeah. His in his inner workings of his mind. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So I mean, like most listeners would call in with questions about like interpretations of certain passages, but occasionally they call in with questions ranging from the nature of sin and salvation to mm-hmm. you know everyday life like marriage, sexual morality, education. So yeah. he was playing all these roles like marriage counselor, uh best friend that actually doesn't know you. Uh yeah. <laughs> mentor. Yeah, mentor, uh yeah. baseball coach. Like it Fucking was Fucking sandwich artist. Yeah, he was just he was like, like <laughs> wearing all these hats. Motherfucker, <laughs> pulling off all these wigs. Snatching. Oh my snatching. god. <laughs> he was yeah, just everything to everyone oh, and mm-mm. You know what this makes me think of, though? Like, sidebar, and maybe this will be a bonus episode. Uh, we have to talk about Dr. Laura Slushinger at some point because, like, I hate that woman. I hate like, her. so deep in my coochie. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> stings in there. It's like I think of her and I'm just like, fuck that lady. Your cervix like, just starts going, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, my cervix goes, <laughs> This bitch, man, she's oh, oh my god, she went out on yeah. a, a blazing low note. <laughs> oh god, she went out on the brown note, and if you know what that is, she shit herself basically <laughs> on air live. Wow. Oh my god. I mean, she I, she didn't literally, but I, well, that we know of. Well, mm. fuck that bitch. Um, yeah, but yeah, absolutely, we will we will do an episode on her. Uh, oh, but anyway. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, and the, this, despite not subscribing to the Big Bang Theory, um, I'm assuming this show was syndicated to Big Bang Theory levels. It was so big. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I I feel like a lot of people are more fans of Young Sheldon, though. <laughs> no. Oh. Is that? I don't think that's true. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, Big Bang. Oh, you mean like. The Big Bang. Okay, okay, all right. Not the show. Okay, great, great, great. No, I do mean the show. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, are more people watching Young Sheldon? I don't know. I is that just a joke? It was a joke about how much I hate the Big Bang Theory and anything. I know. Like, I know. But that show, every like, in our, like, current uh, broadcast world, no show has ever been that big. Like, people hate Big Bang Theory, but, like, that show is on in every country, dubbed in every language. Like, I don't know why. Because it feels like no one watches it, but people watch it. 
I don't understand. It is. I uh, I, I want to say it's like some sort of like propaganda that it <laughs> is actually exists. Uh, I don't know. Somehow, uh, in it's some like way, it's like what got Trump elected. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's like hiding a subliminal message that is going to turn everybody Maybe. into fucking like zombies at some point. Like, I don't know. I feel yeah. It makes it's okay. It's a sitcom. Is not okay. You hate it. You like, hate it. Bitch, I used to watch all the sitcoms and now I yeah. can't even. I cannot even. Mm, I watch so many still. I don't watch Big Bang Theory, but I did watch it. It was fine. But yeah, I don't know. It is uh, – what, what we're saying is it was so <laughs> – Aaron's making a stinky face. <laughs> um, it was so big – that by 2011, so this went on for decades. Decades, 20, from the 60s decades. to... Yeah, from the 60s until, I mean, it. I think the radio station is still around, but um, but he's dead. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, and it's not because the world ended. Well, he was uh, born in like 1920, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was very old. Um, but by 2011, it this, uh, this program that he hosted which was called what was open forum mm-hmm. was in 150 markets and translated into multiple languages. So this man had an audience, which is why the like next part we're getting to is even more like it's all more fucking annoying cuz this guy had a captive <sighs> audience that he sold his hustle to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I mean, as any good grifter would tell you, you need to mm-hmm. have a active and participating audience in whatever you're about to sell them. Whether it's yeah. somebody gathering around the fucking wagon you're you're you know you're you're selling oh, snake, snake oil, oil. from, mm-hmm. or you have a fucking whole museum full of curiosities, like you have to grift to a group to yeah a, a captivated audience. Mm-hmm. So. This man one up to everything and just said, listen, you guys, let me let you in on a little secret. Mm-hmm. The world's going to end soon. Yeah. And everybody and- was like, what? Yeah. And he was, he like, was like, I know the day. I know the day. Like, I yeah. mean, we all know that, like, we're going to die and stuff. But, like, no, yeah. I'm talking about in our lifetimes, the world is going to end. And his listenership was like, excuse? And they chimed in, tuned in real quick. He Mm. even wrote a book about it. Um, So he first predicted that the Judgment Day would occur on or about September 6th of 1994. Um, Oh, my God. Honestly, like – there was a woman when I lived in New York City that would ride the seven train and talk about this sort of thing, mm. which maybe she was like one of his disciples. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. She was a regular exactly. listener, I'm sure. <laughs> Probably, yeah. But the only difference between him and her is that like sh- he had money. Mm. She would just like write on a piece of cardboard and ride the seven train back and forth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I don't think she came from she, – she wasn't a fucking millionaire, okay? But that's like what made this guy – so annoying and like allowed him to spew this bullshit for sure. decades. Yeah. Um he in 1992 he even wrote a book about it uh mm-hmm. about the the end of days prediction that he had called mm-hmm. 1994. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
<laughs> it's literally 1994 with a question mark. Yeah. Ni- 1994? 1994? <laughs> mm. Mm. Do you? Who's to, uh, Who's to say? I don't know why this is the funniest book title ever to me, <laughs> uh, but he also has other books that he wrote. One of the titles, I'll tell you later, is so They're funny. all dumb. They're all dumb. Yeah. Uh, P.S. This book was Fucking 500 pages. And 500 pages of oh my God. the one simple concept. All he had is one one sentence. Yeah. Was all- he couldn't answer whether or not it was 1994. No. Not 1994? <laughs> no. He, it took him 500 pages to write about the end of the world. Um, so in the book 1994, he also mentioned that 2011 could actually be the end of the world. Which now, what, which, yeah, which is it? Uh, but this is very smart, you guys. You want to mm. make sure as a grifter that you don't definitively say when the world will end uh, yeah. in the book that you're writing about the end of the world. You don't want to say that. <laughs> like, yes, 500 pages. Get that, yeah. get that page count and uh, – Confuse people. Confuse people. Don't let them pinpoint. Say it's one thing but then question it a couple – Par- paragraphs down. Give you know them I mean? all the esoteric bullshit that they yep. crave or not even crave, mm-hmm. but that they might need to – or that you might need to create a very interesting seeming mm-hmm. argument, f- I guess, for the end of the world. Um, rant, 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 rant. Ranty, rant, rant, rant. Uh, this whole book. Um <laughs> So, yeah, he gave a whole range of days in September of 2011 that might be the end of the world. Could not could not nail it down. Um, no. So, yeah, people were like, wait, what? They, like, read this book and they were so confused. They're like, so is the yeah. world ending in 1994? And when yeah. it didn't, people were like, you're a fucking idiot. But then he had this 2011 time frame to fall back on. A whole yeah. ass year Basically, like he anything in that range of 2011, he could be like, all right. All oh, right. yeah. <laughs> Critics were pissed. Like, I think like other religious people were like, what are you doing? Like people who were more respected in the communities, yeah. I suppose, were like, you can't just like come out here and say this. And so he like quieted down on this particular topic for a little bit. Yeah. But like by 2008, he was back on his bullshit. Back he on his like, bullshit. We're closer to 2011 now, you guys. And it's important that we learn about this. It's like 2008. He like digs himself out of his hole. He's like, yes. Oh, yes. Let's talk about the end of the world again, motherfuckers. And so he did. He was like, uh, I'm, he wrote two more books. Uh, mm-hmm. One of <laughs> now, this is the one that really got me. <laughs> one was entitled "We Are Almost There!" Exclamation <laughs> point! Like almost there, like to the end of days. Yeah, um, we're almost there. I love punctuation. Like, are we there yet? Yes, we are almost there. <laughs> yeah, twenty eleven. Uh, and uh, the other book title was "To God Be the Glory." Cool. Uh, and those that seems pretty benign. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Uh, yeah. He re- he referred to additional Bible passages in these books, which, in his opinion, pointed to May twenty first, two thousand eleven, as the actual date for the rapture. This is when all the shit was going to go down, 
And then mm-hmm. October 21st, 2011 as the date for the end of the world. Like the day the world just like <laughs> implodes on itself or whatever the fuck. Um, it's like, yeah, you have uh, you have uh, how many days? Like 90 days notice. Yeah, yeah. Or how, it's like, like an eviction notice. Days. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. It's like fucking you're put on notice. You're in a probationary period, but then that's the day you're getting fired. Well, and literally like, in hell. it's like the people who are raptured, like that's, I guess, good. Like you get taken to heaven and yeah. the people that are left on earth, it's just like you're just dealing with the fallout apocalypse. from the apocalypse, okay. which maybe that's what we're in right now. Like I feel like, oh, I feel like that. We did just have May. Yeah. I feel like the rapture mm-hmm. might have happened in 2016 unbeknownst to us sinners here. Um, oh, and, interesting. And we are just living through the uh, eventual demise of our planet. So yeah. yeah. Who knows? Who's like, to say? Who's to say? We don't know. When David Bowie died, I was like, well, it's over. So yeah, we're done. Yeah. And then Prince and we were like. And then Trump got elected and I was like, seals the deal. Yep. That's it. Yep. This, that's, that's the seventh s- seal. <laughs> Third strike, you're out. Yep. That's baseball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Home run. Uh Okay, my favorite part of all of this, like, uh, I love the titles of his books. I love that he keeps claiming different days for the end of the world. But I read about his formula Hmm. in coming up with the end of the day. I could not read it to save my life. I tried. So please enlighten me. Oh, my God. This is the formula. Okay. Um, He's really good at math. Cool. Okay, so he based his prediction on a complicated formula involving – One, Noah's biblical flood. So in Camping's opinion, that happened in the year 4,990 BC. Mm -hmm. So step – that's the first thing. So Noah's – This date is based on an opinion. Okay, cool. Right. (laughs) So – so this date is based on a random number he pulled from his – Asshole. Asshole. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's that. And then then he said – that that set forth a series of events. The oh. moment Noah survived, Camping said a 7,000-year clock began ticking to the end of the world. Ooh. So it was like a fucking – it was like in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang how the grandpa makes the breakfast machine. Or maybe or maybe that's the dad. But you know it's like the alarm goes off and that sends the egg rolling uh, down it's and then like it cracks a, yeah. open mm-hmm. and then the coffee starts and it's like – what are those called? Um, Yes. It's like a person's name. Yeah. And it's like a whole jib-jab of – I, I always yeah. forget. Um, God damn it. Um, it's like a uh, – <laughs> I keep waffling between like a- <laughs> Myers-Briggs and Dunning-Kruger, which are – <laughs> Not at all. It's the Jason Biggs. I think that's why you're that's why you're having a hard time with it. Ah! No, it's, it's the um No. Rube Goldberg. Fucking Rube Goldberg. Oh god my god. Damn it. And also, that was like I talked about that with someone this week. That's so weird. I, I've had I've had literal conversations about Rube Goldberg, like puzzles, machines, whatever. Yeah. Uh, where I like couldn't think of the name and literally somebody ne- in the booth next to me has been like, Rube Goldberg, because they couldn't oh stand my- it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard one. It is um, such a hard one. What were we saying, though? Oh, oh. It was like, oh, 
Okay. So the moment Noah survived. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. okay. Jesus. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's basically, no, no. It was basically, yeah, a big Rube Goldberg uh, thing. What is that even worth it? We don't know. It it's went just... from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang to Rube Goldberg. <laughs> let's, just, let's just cut all that out from. Yeah. Like... We'll just cut all that out. We don't know what to salvage. Anyway. Um, oh, then the third piece of this uh, equation. Mm-hmm. So the 7,000 year clock began ticking when mm-hmm. Noah survived. And the final piece to lock it all in to 2011 is from there, he subtracted a year from the 7,000 because there's a di- there's a one year difference in the Old Testament and the New Testament. <laughs> the calendars. <sighs> when so, is somebody going to tell him that the Bible is made up? Like, <laughs> like, when is that going to happen? Like, I don't – I – yeah. It's like, that's a book. Um, that, like, people, like, made centuries yeah. after – yeah. Okay. Well – it's And it's not a novel, but it is fiction. Yeah. So it's like, you know – and it's science fiction, I would say. Truly. Um, um, yeah. So – but unfortunately – Mm-hmm. Very, very unfortunately, a lot of a lot, and I mean a lot of people, people believed oh my God. that the world was going to end based on what uh, Camping <sighs> was saying on his radio programs uh, and in his books. And a lot of people still believe like this man has something to say, and they took him for at his word. And it was continually pumped out on the family radio shows. So. Uh, in fact, they spent Family Radio as a company spent over a hundred million on inf- on information campaign for Camping's 2011 End Times prediction. Uh, it was financed by the sales and swaps of broadcast outlets and over five thousand billboards and countless pamphlets in seventy five fucking languages were produced um, to spread this word outside oh of ju- outside just. Outside of the radio program, there was it was in the world. Like it was in the world. There were billboards everywhere. People were seeing these billboards and were like, "What the fuck?" Um, oh my god! People- I don't even know that the marketing budget for like a Marvel movie is a hundred million dollars. It's honestly like, like Shinyun. It's like it's it's <laughs> like this was. It is. Yeah. It was at the time in 2011. It yeah. was. It was prolific. Um, also, you know they're not buying like the premium, like good positioning. So they're buying twice as much as like a Marvel right. movie or like a movie studio would buy. Because like they perm out billboards. They have primetime TV spots. No, this stuff doesn't air in prime. You're not no, going to no, see no, this no, on no. ESPN. No, no, no. Like, this was – No, and the- they're buying trash and that's cheap. Yeah. So they're getting – so many fucking billboards and like radio spots and whatever. And in places where it's just like, who's going to see this? And I mean, people yeah. did see it. So it's just like yeah. on a fucking billboard in rural, you know, Pennsylvania or rural yeah. Kentucky. California. Whatever, rural California. Yeah. Um. So, but people are seeing it. People are like taking pictures, posting them on social media. That's free fucking marketing, guys. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, people were buzzing about it as it yeah. got closer to the to the date, and it was definitely picked up by media outlets and talked about in a very jokey manner, like, "Oh, I guess the world's ending in 2011. Everybody, party it up!" 
Um, but when it failed to happen in in the time that he said in the time frame that he said, uh, mm-hmm. he went ahead and revised that date, like <sighs> any good grifter would do. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't carry the one." Did I say May? I meant September. It's so easy to confuse those dates. I don't know. Uh, oh so God. he revised the date to September 29th and then to October 2nd. So he just kept bumping mm. it. It was like when you have a deadline and you're just like, oh, fuck, like something went wrong. I don't know. He just really. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. So basically he – he just kept bumping the deadline. And yeah. in the later books where he predicted the second coming of Christ, he like the things he said would happen were so dramatic that people were literally like on the edge of their seats and it was not happening. And it's just such a huge fail. Um, the things he said that would happen, for example, were that, Quote, there would be there would follow five months of fire, brimstone, and plagues on earth, with millions of people dying each day, culminating on October 21st, 2011, with the final destruction of the world. Those are certainly words. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, what a way to apologize and say you were wrong. Yeah, it just he just kept bumping the date and it wasn't he there was no apology. And um yeah, I don't know. It was just it's really fucked up because people were really, really, really wrapped up in this idea. Caught up in the rapture of camping. <laughs> uh. Okay, but I read somewhere that uh I can't I can't remember where I read this, but like, at some point, he doubled down and was like, it did happen. Is that what you were talking about earlier? I feel like that's what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. He was like, it did happen. Now we're in the period where we're all surviving until the world ends. We don't know who's going to make it, who's not. He basically already made the decision. Like, you – like – Technically, you've already received your grade, but like mm-hmm. you still have to take the final. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right, it's right. Like, you're wait. You're in the waiting room while everything crumbles around you, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, but and I was like, that's a fun, good way to kind of explain at least while you're in the middle of it. Oh no, no, it happened, but like we're not going to know the results of the test for like another couple. You're months like or waiting whatever. for your name to get posted up on the door to see if you got yeah. the like lead in the fucking play or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, like see the what decisions your decisions have already been made, yeah. but we're waiting for them to post it. Yeah, yeah. It's oh my god, it's so it's bad. so dumb. But obviously, this is like very stre- stressful on him um, because sometime after May twenty first, twenty eleven, like a couple weeks after that, but before October, he had a stroke which um I like I just was kind of like shocked that he didn't use that as a platform to then come back and be like I saw God I spoke to God I had the stroke I almost died like it seems like a missed opportunity for me honestly yeah honestly he could have grifted on his grift he could have like he oh my god he could have layered he could have like doubled up layered it flipped it and reversed it (laughs) <laughs> on his own grift 
and been like, <laughs> I had this stroke and like use yeah. that to, I mean, that's fucked up, but like, you know, yeah. Now everybody, have you heard? <laughs> stroke me, stroke me. <laughs> We're gonna. I saw God and the world's gonna end. <laughs> Babe, I want you to sit down. <laughs> oh God! So wait, what do I always think the words are to that? Struck me, could oh wait, no, it could be a winner, but baby, you're a sinner. Yeah, now, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, it kind of applies to this, but I always think it's babe, I want you to sit down. I always thought it was that too. <laughs> like what? No. I don't know what the, I thought the first part said. Could be a winner, but baby, don't you simmer down. Yeah. <laughs> baby, won't you simmer down. Oh, my God. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so, as you can imagine, we like we said, so many people were truly invested in 2011 being, like, the uh, last year of their lives. They think the world's so going to end. Like, who fucking knows how many people were, like, we're going out. We're done. Like, let's let's – fucking run up the credit card oh my god rage quit our jobs yeah like repenting every day in church fucking uh, their cousins <laughs> like <laughs> fucking everybody just like fucking everybody they're like i'm definitely not gonna make it into heaven so who cares also if, if it's like the decision's already been made yeah. like say you bought that excuse and he's like this is the decision's been made like we just have to wait it out now oh you better believe like yeah i i thought of i fucking would have eaten three years worth of chocolate frosting a la helen sharp from death becomes her mm-hmm. i would have had a goldie Hawn moment in before she turns you know yeah and before it's she like, does the potion uh-huh yeah and she's <laughs> eating so much frosting like i would just be eating and drinking everything oh yeah i mean that's what i'm doing now like i feel like i'm yeah, living in end times too. and i'm like what's the point of anything so yeah, yeah so people were just and also people were spending their life <laughs> savings uh they're just they they just Getting gave up, they gave up all their possessions they yeah. like totally I mean, imagine that. Imagine that mentality of being like, okay, the world is going to end and oh, we, yeah. you're fully invested in what is being told to you via this radio program from this man and you think he has all the answers. And so uh, – but you better believe that all that shit did happen all around the world, not just in the United States, but all around the world – uh, the reaction was really widespread and in some cases mm-hmm. extremely tragic, um, especially among people who were really, really worried about being left behind and not raptured and thought they were going to, like, face some sort of, like, agonizing, like, death. Um, Dude. So with three days to go before the last, like, I guess deadline, uh, <laughs> I don't know. The like lift off. The lift. Uh, it's so fucked. Uh, yeah. This this one really is truly awful. Uh, this mother in Palmdale, California, stabbed her daughters, eleven and fourteen years old, and then cut her own throat with a box cutter so she wouldn't be caught up in the rapture of Christ. Caught up in the rapture of Christ. <laughs> Nothing else can compare. <laughs> Don't you do fucking Anita Baker like that? God damn it! 
Well, they survived. They 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 didn't they didn't die. They all survived. Um, That's almost worse. Like I want to know. I well, would love to see. Like, where are they now? You know what I mean? I mean, I who's to say? It's so sad. I I feel like that's just awful. It's, it's so sad. It's so fucked up. But it's like, do you like they were old enough to fully remember it? I hope they sued this man. Honestly. Oh, yeah, but it's like, do you like that ruins the relationship with your mother? Uh, you think? Uh. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I'm sure their relationship's complicated, but is it? You know what I mean? It's like, I think let's just move on and yeah, let's live somewhere else. Yeah, different relative. Let's ha- probably have her committed. It's um, fucked up, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Uh, and then in in Antioch, California, a man who could not swim tried to reach God across a lake and drowned. Um, Oof. I I don't know how the police determined that, but I guess that's what he was trying to do. He must have told someone. Yeah, and then also because this shit was global, and there's like, there's. There's stories from all around the world, uh, like a, yeah. a little – a young girl who's like 14 years old in Russia committed suicide. <gasps> no. uh, yeah. And then a man in Taiwan who – because there was like earthquakes happening and mm-hmm. this is like when we had those really, really bad earthquakes um, in yeah. 2011. He was like, okay, this is it. It's happening. He mm. thought the earthquakes and the tsunamis were like imminent. That was – that was it. It was starting. Yeah. So he proof. Yeah. It's proof. Yeah. Yeah. He just he he leapt to his death from a building, and it's. Ugh, mm. I'm sorry to have read that without a trigger warning, but yeah, it's oh, fucked up. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, dude. So that's fucked up. I don't know, man. That's the worst part of all this is that like people were listening to this man, and like luckily, you know, like. So many people didn't die. I don't know. It, like, you know, it could have been so much worse. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I just – I think there was a lot of weird shit happening in 2011. That's true. But like – It's like now. Yeah. But – and and I, I think it's just like it was very coincidental that he had predicted these dates and they all kind of coincided with a lot of weird – you know, not great things but, happening. But that happens every year and that can happen year, at any time. All, yeah. But that's a thing with like interpreting the Bible and interpreting things that don't have physical evidence or like any sort of actual factual evidence. You could apply it to anything. That's why astrology is popular. It's like, oh, um, here's your, you know, here's your uh, birth chart horoscope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's your horoscope for the day. And it's like, oh, it's vague enough that like you can interpret it to mean what it means to you. Sure. You know, like, that's the hard part with all this stuff. But I think what – this is, like, one of the most fucked up things about all of this to me. People were very upset that this lunatic was able to have a platform mm-hmm. as big as he had and spout so much hatred. Because not only was he saying the world's yeah. going to end and, like, giving people bad advice because he was not an expert in anything – um, Except for maybe like, I don't know, fuckery. It's like <laughs> he he was spouting homophobic shit. Mm-hmm. He was evangelical. So like, you know, that comes with a lot of stuff that's unpleasant and hateful, actually. And so he was spouting a lot of that shit, with goes with that, which goes without saying. And people were 
like found out about this and we're trying to get the FCC to intervene. Um, and so Family Radio was like submitted and complained about, and the FCC was like, mm, I don't think there's anything we can do to it, like do about it, which makes Family Radio to the FCC what Russian bots are to Facebook, aka not Zuckerberg's problem, yeah. aka the FCC <laughs> never did anything because they are a garbage commission who spends all their time finding morning radio hosts mm -hmm. for accidentally saying shit like that's going to do any harm while this man is out here telling people essentially to kill themselves Yeah, because the world's ending. And, if and they, even if he's not saying to kill him, themselves, it's like, well, what are people surmising from that? Yeah, it's like in, if he had said the, you know, he, if he had if he had said a curse word, the FCC yeah. would have gotten in his fucking face. Yeah. Just like yeah. if Russian bots accidentally posted some titties. You know, that, like that's mm -hmm. that's the only way that they would be kicked off of Facebook. Like, oh yeah, that, fucking a nipple. Yeah, is how to do it. It is just Ugh. like indecency versus like actual like soul destroying, democracy destroying, like shit that is actually detrimental to the soul of human beings is yeah. not moderated or or paid attention to at all. In this instance. So, yeah, it's um, it's really fucked up. Uh, mm -hmm. This man died, though. He died in 2013, I think. Um, yeah. From a – he had had a stroke and mm -hmm. had fallen as a result yeah. of, like, that. He was also, like, super he old. He was very old. Like, he was in his 90s. Yeah. Uh, and I just, you know, I really – I don't have a lot of sympathy for this man. He mm -hmm. uh, knowingly and very publicly led a lot of people to financial ruin, to their deaths, to mm -hmm. injury uh, psychologically and physically, uh, like those that mother and her daughters. Um, yeah. And who knows how many other people – you know, who were just maybe too embarrassed to admit uh, and report this kind of thing uh, mm -hmm. had issues because of this. And there was so many people that were disappointed, so many, uh, I mean, beyond disappointed, so angry yeah. uh, at this man after this, none of this came to fruition. Like, can you imagine being so fucking pissed that the world didn't end? <laughs> like oh my uh, god like your life savings yeah, are gone mm -hmm. you got like you like fucked a weird person yeah or you like i don't know you just like you base yeah. your entire worldview on the it's devastating to say the least um i really do feel like this man was a cult leader in a lot of ways yeah and oh for sure um and a distant and remote one, but like, yeah, which is almost worse, I think, than like a Jim Jones or something, because at least Jim Jones was like in the shit with his people. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> fucked up. But like, he he was like actively fucking herf, dude. Fucking yeah, herf apple. They're all dead. Yeah, they they're dead. They did. They were they were fully invested in this too, and he just was like, he. People like died because of this, and he did not even. Maybe he did have some uh, guilt about it, but like, 
he just was the overriding emotion I think that this man felt and that was reported on was yeah. uh being baffled by the fact that the world didn't end like he thought it yeah. would, which is just hubris to the degree that is almost um I just I don't even know like what yeah. to say about that. And I just I'm I, I I'm sad for any human who goes down a path this hard and get so lost that they also bring down people with them. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know that I have a lot of sympathy for this, this man. <laughs> it's very like, it's very maniacal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not like he just stumbled upon this thing. and was like, like, he was a millionaire. He put money into it. He put resources into it. He spent years like getting this information out. So like, whether he wanted fame, whatever the motivation was to do it, like, it, like maybe he really did believe it, but I don't know. It's just there's something about it that also is, like you said, hubris, where it's like, oh, he knows the answer. It's like, what makes you think you know the answer? Nobody on this planet knows what's happening. We're – No. I, we could all be in a fucking computer simulation, like, yeah. for all we know. And, like, it's so stupid to think – that one person holds any answers to anything. The best mm-hmm. we can do is just hold on for dear life, love each other, be kind to others, and like not try to fuck anything up. Like take care of our planet. Like do what we can with what we have while we can. Like this man did that. Uh, yeah, di- did not do that. He just shot on on. He just was an opportunist, honestly. And I, think, I hate this man. <laughs> I hate this man. Yeah. I think anything – what bothers me the most about people who come out with information like this or opinions, I guess, I – and this is what bothers me about, like, any religious zealots um, or people that are, like, fundamental mm-hmm. about their religions. When they stop – they've stopped asking questions and they – know the answers right is what upsets me so deeply because it's like how would any of us ever know the answers like ask questions and if you find enough evidence to support the question in a way that you know gives you an answer then let's look at that but there isn't that never exists you know it's like it, it just is everything should always be a question and we should always be able to question things and always be working towards finding answers instead of being like, well, the, this is the right answer. You know, I don't know. There's something gross about all of that to me. The rapture comes for us all at some point and that's just the end of our lives. So yeah, like don't stress. It's okay. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Make the most of the time you have and mm-hmm. don't follow anyone who tells you they have all the answers. That's they a don't. Big red flag, honey. Don't do they it. They don't. And you could smell that from a mile away. Sounds like an outhouse. Mm-hmm. It's poo poo. Overflowing pew, pew, outhouse pew. that mm-hmm. someone put a Molotov cocktail in, so now it's on fire. Mm-hmm. And there's shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it's, how you know it's bad. It's bad news bears. Um, okay, that's all I have. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Yeah. The world is probably ending, but like, who's to say? We don't know. Well, uh, yeah. It's always ending. Everything's ending. We As soon as we're born, we're born to die. So yeah. put that in your pipe and smoke it, 
I don't know. Ugh, but we're all going to be around till we die. Don't yeah. worry. The world's not ending. No. It's, it's fine. Yeah, don't worry. It's fine. We're fine. We're fine. It's all fine. Not that we know, but. <laughs> yeah. We don't it's know. It's fine. It's really fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. Feelings inside, <laughs> not expressed. Um, that's what fine means. Um, listen. Hey. Mm-hmm. Follow us on social media. Oh, yeah. Social media. It's at DTFU Podcast, all the platforms. Go to our website. It's www.dtfupodcast.com. Um, send us a DTFU Podcast.com. <laughs> Uh, wow. Um, listen here. Yeah. Of all the things that we've told you this entire episode, the one thing you should listen to. Mm-hmm. That you got to get right. You got to get right. Be Number excellent. one key takeaway. Be Sorry. excellent to yourselves. <laughs> and each other. <laughs> <laughs> key takeaways. Mm, bye-bye. Bye-bye.